I'm Meg Dahl, your unbreakable host. Welcome to the show. and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Unbreakable You podcast. Meg here again as always and this week I am joined by my friend Dr. Nicole Theron-Parks. She is a therapist who integrates dancing into her practice. So essentially what she offers is dance therapy. And I thought this was so cool. Nicole and I connected through Instagram. She has a great Instagram page and you all know I love a good Instagram dance party. And Nicole also has a deep love for Taylor Swift. So it was just only a matter of time until her and I connected and I had her on the show. And today is that day. So Nicole talks about her history with dance and how it affected her as a young girl and then how she found therapy began studying it and came to this place at of where she is now teaching this method of dance therapy to her clients and it's absolutely amazing because I know a lot of the women that I even work with inside Back Home to You I have some clients that feel so very much in their minds. They are just constantly in their minds. Their thoughts are racing all the time. And one of their intentions in working with me inside Back Home to You is to get out of their minds and more into their bodies. This was actually an intention of one of my clients that I'm currently working with inside Back Home to You. And I actually had her start dancing. And it's really cool because Nicole talked about how her dance therapy really is a way to help women get more connected with their bodies and really helps them move their energy from being so much in their minds and more in their bodies. So I just thought that was beautiful. And speaking of Back Home to You, today I am starting a brand new group. So I have three new women starting a group with me of Back Home to You today. We have our first call this evening. I am so excited. So back home to you, small group coaching for 12 weeks. I only accept three women into each group and I am opening up one more group right now and I have two spots left. So if you are also wanting to really work on your mental health, emotional health, maybe overcome deep-rooted 
body image, food issues, anything like that. That's primarily the type of women that I'm working with inside Back Home To You. Women who are wanting to rewire their thoughts. Maybe you are looking for more confidence or wanting to get to the bottom of your self-worth issues. Or maybe you have fully recovered from an eating disorder or hypothalamic amenorrhea, but you're still feeling like there's just something else. You're feeling called to go deeper, heal some inner wounds, do some inner child healing. That's what we do inside Back Home To You for 12 weeks. It's a magical course that I've been leading since July. And like I said, there's two spots left for a group that will be starting by the end of this month. So if that interests you or you're looking for more information or you want to schedule a discovery call with me for more info, you can go to megdoll.com slash back home to you. Tons of info there. You can read what my past clients are saying and also book your discovery call so you and I can jump on a Zoom call. Maybe we'll have a tea together, chat more about where you're at in your health and healing journey and how I can support you inside Back Home To You. So that's all that I have for you this week. It's time to chat with Nicole now. Enjoy the show, ladies. Hey, Nicole, welcome to the show. I am so excited to have you on with me today. Oh, thank you so much. I've been waiting all week. (laughs) Oh, that's so sweet. Well, honestly, like, I love your Instagram page, and I'm just really excited to have a different conversation this week on the show. We've never talked about what you do before, and yeah, I'm very excited for all of our ladies to meet you, so why don't you give us a little bit of an intro as to who you are, what you do, why you're here? Sure. Um, So... My name is Nicole, and I started dancing when I was six years old. So I remember the first time being on stage, my first dance recital, and I remember thinking, like, this is it. Like, you know, I'm only six, but like, this is it. Um, And so I, I danced growing up. I remember feeling like I could fly. I just remember feeling so free and so happy and Um, yeah, just, I love the whole experience. And then, um, when I was 14, I went to a new school. So it was a private school. I didn't go with any of my friends and I just had a really hard experience there. So it was kind of the first time that people like made comments about like the way I dressed or my hair. So that was my school experience. And then also at dance, I started noticing it's kind of like it trickled over into everything in my life. And so I started going to dance and having a lot of body image stuff, um, a lot of eating stuff. Um, and all of a sudden, like, I didn't want to wear leotard and tights. You know, I didn't want to have to stand in front of a mirror and have teachers, you know, say things like, oh, well, you should be taller. You should be more flexible. You know, you should be able to do 17 turns. And 
I was kind of like, well, I can't, like, <laughs> I'm trying, I can't. Um, so dance kind of became, it went from being this thing that I loved to like, kind of like a nightmare. And um, I ended up walking away after high school from it. And I took a lot of time off. Um, I ended up starting therapy when I got to college. And that's when the first time I heard things like, oh, depression, anxiety, um, which was helpful because in high school, I was like, something's wrong with me. I don't know what it is. And I felt very like alone, and very isolated and like something, something's really, really wrong. And then it was really helpful to have somebody say like, oh, it's depression, it's anxiety. A lot of people have this. So I started reading books about people who had had similar experiences. And I just remember being like, oh, okay, I'm not alone. <laughs> and like, there's things I can do, which was also really like, okay, I can, I can start somewhere. So I spent college kind of going on my own personal journey of therapy and kind of um, working through my own like childhood trauma, depression, all that stuff. And then at the same time, I also found psychology. And so I was like, oh, this is cool. I can help other people, you know, while I'm kind of healing myself. So I, um, it, I got really into psychology, um, finished college. I went to grad school for psychology as well. Um, I started being a therapist, which I loved, um, but it was always like something was missing. It was like, I love what I do. I love helping people, but there's like the magic is not there. <laughs> like there's something missing. And dance was just kind of the thing in my life. It just kind of kept like circling back around almost like it would kind of like knock on the door and then it would go away and then it would kind of come back. Um, and so finally I was like, okay, I don't want to go back to like the studio dance world necessarily where I grew up um, and kind of have like formal dance training and stuff. But I want to have dance back in my life and I want it to feel like it did when I was six. Like I can fly, you know, like I'm free, um, all that stuff. Yeah. So um, I was having a session with my coach, um, Hannah Beer. I think you've had her on the show before. Yeah. Um, so she's amazing. And it, in like the middle of an episode, I mean, a session with her, we were like clearing stuff. And all of a sudden it's like, I saw like psychology and dance coming together. And I just like felt it like in my body. And I was like, oh, that's it. That's the thing. Like <laughs> There it is. <laughs> um, and so I just kind of like sat on the idea for a little while and kind of let it like play in my head. And I was kind of like, oh, like, this is cool. Can I do this, you know? And then, um, yeah, and then I was like, all right, here we go. So um, yeah, so I just basically took the two things I love the most, like psychology and helping people in dance. And so it's like, I'm gonna put it together. I'm gonna do it my way. <laughs> and we're just gonna see what happens, so. That is absolutely incredible. And I love that it kind of all came together in one of your sessions with Hannah. That's so <laughs> cool. Um, okay, so wow, I have a lot to say and different, you know, paths we can take from this. But wow, I really resonated with you when you were talking about kind of like your struggles um, when you were a child and in the dance world because I started dancing when I was I think I was either three or four years old and it was like something that I loved so much I still love dancing as you probably have seen me kind of like I like to dance on Instagram a lot <laughs> but as you do as well obviously but um yeah it turned it quickly turned into something as I got older 
you know, um, in high school and whatnot, that it was just something that I started to dread because of all of the expectations and like comparisons when you were at dance class, right? It's not, it wasn't fun anymore. So I love what you're offering women with, it's kind of like a combination of using like dance as therapy and integrating like dance into therapy and whatnot. So why don't you explain what that looks like and how that can help women and how you use it to help women? Yeah, sure. Um, So one of the things I love, so I do it over Zoom, um, which I like because I grew up in a world where you had to stand in front of a mirror and you also had an instructor. And so for me, it was very, I love dance and I always will. But I think being in a dance class, there's a lot of, it's like you're there to mirror somebody else, you know? So somebody is in front and they're like, this is how we're gonna move. And then you try and copy it, (laughs) Um, which is beautiful. There's definitely a space for that in the world. But I realized I spent all my time worrying about how my dancing looked and not how it felt. And I kind of came to this place where I was like, I want dance to feel good in people's bodies. Like I want people to not have to worry about like following me or an instructor or looking in a mirror. Like I want to kind of take all that away. So that's kind of like, I guess my, where I started and like my, one of my favorite things about it is just like, there is no mirror. There is no choreography. (laughs) Um, It's like, I dance too. So like, it's not just me staring at you dancing, which I think would be very uncomfortable. (laughs) Um, I dance as well, but it's like, your body knows what it wants to do. Your body knows what you need. So it's kind of like taking away all of the like choreography, perfectionism, what it looks like, what people expect. And it's just like, it's you and your body. And I'm just here to guide you through it. And so it's like, we use, sometimes it's in silence. Sometimes there's music. And I do give some suggestions and then, but really it's like, I'm, I'm guiding, like your body knows what it's doing and it's your body who's going to bring you into wholeness. And it's like, I'm going to hold that intention. You know, I'm going to hold the intention that you're already whole, you're already healed, you know? Um, Cause obviously it's, it's hard to do that for yourself. So it's really nice to have somebody there guiding you and like holding that larger intention. But I also have total faith and respect in people's bodies. And it's like, your soul will guide you, your body will guide you. Um, Yeah, and I just love the idea of like, um, so a lot of people have messaged me on Instagram or said things like, oh, I love to dance, but I'm really self-conscious or it's really hard to dance in front of people. Um, And I don't think I realized that that was such a common issue Mm -hmm. until I started doing this. Um, So yeah, I just, I don't know. My, my dream is that someday, like the whole world just dances, you know, and it's just like, and there's no, like, I don't know, like, I don't know. I always hear all the time. You're like, Oh, well, you don't have good rhythm or, or people will be like, well, somebody told me I don't have rhythm so I can't dance. And I'm like, that's not true. (laughs) Like, like, you know, anyone can dance. It's just moving. Yeah. So yeah, I just love the idea of kind of taking away all those old stories and like all the chatter around dance and the like the itty bitty teeny tiny boxes um, of dance where it's like, well, you have to be this tall and look like this. And um, if you don't fit that, sorry. Like, <laughs> um, so yeah, I would just love to have the whole world like have a giant dance party where it's like everyone feels included. And um, 
but yeah, on that note, um, people, when they come to me, they always have the option to like turn off their cameras. You know, it's like, you know, just, just make this really easy. <laughs> really lovely yeah because I guess having your camera on could be in a way somewhat like having a mirror right yeah and that might be distracting too I know for me like sometimes so I have a gym in my basement and I'll usually like go down and walk on my treadmill or do a workout and I'm always playing music and I have just a couple mirrors downstairs and I can be like dancing but it is funny as soon as you kind of like see yourself dancing in the mirror you try Mm -hmm. to make it look a certain way or you start thinking like oh well that doesn't really like look as good as I thought it did so I'm gonna try to make it look better right but I really love what you said about wanting to make dancing more about how it feels within your body versus how it actually looks right yeah like the internal experience of it yeah and especially if you of course there's like professional dancers and their dance (laughs) has to look a certain way right because (laughs) for the purpose of it but for the purpose of your work this is a form of therapy so it really doesn't matter what it looks like similar to just like any type of healing journey right yeah Mm -hmm. there's there's no right or wrong way of what a healing journey should look like. So especially if you are integrating dance into your healing journey, there really isn't a right or wrong way of how to do it or what it should look like. Yeah, exactly. And I love, um, I mean, I've obviously done a lot of choreography, like other people's choreography and it's really fun. It's so cool for me to see how people choreograph a dance and I love learning it and stuff. Um, but I love like that. That's not what I do. Like that. It's not me saying like, this is my experience of this song. You're going to do my experience. It's really nice to be like, we're going to listen to this song together and we're going to have two different experiences in the same space. But it's like, you get to go on your own personal exploration and I'm just here to like witness and to guide. But yeah, there's no, I'm not in charge. Like this isn't my dance. Um, It's like we're in this together and your body is leading the way. Yeah. So So do you find, because this is kind of the hunch that I'm getting, is probably a lot of the women that want to feel more comfortable in their bodies, move closer to a place of body acceptance or body neutrality, you know, maybe women that are struggling with body image issues, those might be the types of women that tend to come to you because they want to be moving their bodies a little bit more. And just with my personal experience, I've found that moving my body and creating that connection with my body through dancing has really helped my body image. So is is that what you've been finding, that a lot of women that come to you are either wanting to focus on body image specifically, or they probably leave your sessions feeling even better about their body, right? Yeah, um, I definitely... I definitely find that, um, absolutely. And I think it's also that that was really my journey. Um, I was a dancer, but I was never in my body um, for a long, long time. And so I think 
think it's funny that that's like I get people who have the same experience because I'm like, oh yes, I've been there. I still am there sometimes. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. And I know for me, it took a long time. There's just a lot of like dissociation and um, having anxiety is something that always keeps me out of my body, like being in my head and overthinking and stuff. So I tend to see that a lot too, kind of like. Um, like overthinking depression and anxiety kind of stuff. And then it kind of gets in the way of us being in our bodies. Yeah. Similar um, to like overthinking how we're actually moving our bodies while we're trying yeah. to dance too, right? <laughs> exactly. So yeah. This topic has come up a lot. It usually comes up with the women or like the clients that I work with. Yeah. And a lot of them want to get out of their heads or spend less time in their heads and more time in their bodies. I know um, when I first, when I started one of the groups of Back Home to You that I'm working with right now, one of my clients specifically, like that was her intention was to reconnect with her body and not spend so much time thinking or like putting her energy in like her mental space, right? And she has made so many improvements and so much progress but if someone with that intention wanted to start integrating um dance into their routine how would you have them start I love that that's so beautiful (laughs) um so something that I kind of find in a lot of people and I have this issue myself is this idea of home and like home being safe um, and the idea of our bodies being our home. So I, that's kind of where I tend to start is like kind of clearing any associations with home and like what your association with your body uh, before this and like your idea of home and safety and stuff, like clearing anything that's in the way of that. And then, So I have some specific exercises that I do to help people like get in their bodies. Um, And so I like to to do those interspersed with like some more dancing kind of stuff. Um, So one of my favorite things to do is have people lie down on the floor. So you can lie down like with your legs out or have your legs like tucked in and like you're hugging your legs, but have your spine on the ground. And then I lead people through this healing session where I have people drop their awareness into their backs, into their back bodies, um, and kind of have them come into this idea of like, like, no matter where you are in life, no matter what's happening, like you always have your own back. And like having people feel that experience, because I think it's something that most of us don't uh, do in our regular lives. I think a lot of us live like from our front bodies, uh, which obviously makes sense. It's like, it's where our eyes are and, you know, Mm -hmm. our hearts and we're running around the world and creating and doing all this awesome stuff. And so I've found that when it's time to kind of like get quiet and like come home to our bodies and to really feel inside, people tend to be really resistant to that. They're kind of like, I don't even know where to start. Like, like, I don't think I want to sit with my body. Like, ugh. So, um, yeah, I love to have them like kind of lie on the earth and it's like allowing, giving people this space to like think about how it feels to like hold their own body and like have their back hold them. And then beyond that, the earth holds them too. 
And so it kind of drops people back into this like recalibration and this place of like, it is safe. Even though, but obviously too, a lot of people have had a lot of trauma and a lot of just gunk that's gotten stuck in their bodies. Um, so it's nice to like clear all the gunk and then to slowly give people these little moments of like, just sit with your, sit with your back for a little bit, like lie on the earth, um, breathe into this part of your body. Um, Cause it can be really, I think it's really intimidating sometimes to go there. Even I felt that way in the beginning of like, but what if I get into my body and it's not safe? What if I get into my body and I don't love it? Um, and I found that that's not the case. It's like, those are our thoughts. You know, yes. our bodies are actually really beautiful, safe places. But when you've lived in this space for so long, it's, it's like sometimes the last person you want to be with is your body and yourself, even though that's what you probably need the most. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I try to do it in like kind of gradual <laughs> little ways sometimes where it's like, we're going to really sit with our body and then we're going to like get up and move around and do some dance. And that's feels a little less like serious, I guess. And um, we can kind of shake off anything that came up and then we kind of drop into like another way or another way is to lie on the floor, like with your face down um, again to kind of balance out. So it's like spending time in the earth where it's like, your front body gets to feel the earth and then you flip over and your back body gets to feel the earth and just kind of like seeing how many parts of your body you can like put on the earth at one time and just letting like the, the weight of the world come off of you and kind of recalibrate and um, letting like the energy of the earth kind of re like rebalance you and everything like that. So that's kind of where I tend to start. That is so beautiful. And also just like that shift in consciousness of where you're placing your awareness, right? Like your back mm -hmm. and then your front body. That would be such a beautiful meditation experience. I love it so much. I'm like, ooh, I want to do that as like a meditation. That sounds so juicy. So that is so wonderful. So how long have you been pairing therapy and dance together? Um, it's been about, I would say, not that long, um, about a year. Okay, but within that yeah. year, I'm sure you've helped so many women and they've experienced so many breakthroughs. So can you tell us, um, you know, what are some of the benefits that women can look forward to when they start integrating dance into their therapy with you um so I think it it definitely is individualized obviously um and I think there's kind of like the breakthroughs that people come for kind of you know like people will yes. say oh I really want to feel this way or have this experience and obviously those things usually happen <laughs> and but right. then there's all these extra things too that yes. I think um which is kind of the coolest thing. It's like, um, I love to set the intention that, you know, my clients get everything that they need. And mm -hmm. it's kind of like this idea, I learned it from Hannah, Hannah Beer. It's kind of like, so it's not like limiting us, you know, it's like, we're going to do what we're going to have all the breakthroughs you want to have, but we're also going to like tap into this like unlimited healing sphere. where like, you're going to get even more than like you thought 
and even more than I even thought that you needed like but yeah so I guess some breakthroughs that I've seen it's like um let's see definitely like the home piece is a big one like feeling more comfortable um feeling more comfortable taking up space Mm, so that's a big one that comes up that's a huge one for so many women and I love to do it with dance because it's obviously you can actually practice like taking up space you Mm -hmm. know with dance like getting as big as possible and um and also singing um that's something I use in my own personal life to take up space and it's cool with dance too because it's like we have this music playing so it's like take up space sing you know it's just like like make noise like be here um so yes that's a big one that comes up is like this feeling of home and also feeling brave enough to take up space in whatever their home situation looks like so whether it's like in a marriage or in a partnership or at work um and usually i'll hear people say things like oh i've made changes like i've started bringing in things into my life that I need or um, or I've started bringing stuff into this space um, making it my own like talking with my partner or my boss or whatever and like kind of making this experience better Um, so it's really nice because I from that I kind of hear people saying like my needs are important and I'm gonna like use my voice and ask for what I need so that's something I've seen which is cool because it's I don't think people necessarily think of working on that when they come for dance therapy it's you know it's kind of more like oh I want to feel good in my body I want to lose weight is a big one like I want to you know my body just to feel good and then um it's cool to see like what people do with that and how it kind of like radiates out into their life so totally and what about like feminine and masculine energies do you see that come up or do you talk about that how dance allows us to be more operating in our feminine energy versus our masculine is that something that women come to you for or you like talking about I love that I actually I've learned about it from other coaches um, which is really cool and I know that there's some really cool people on Instagram who talk a lot about masculine and feminine and I'm always kind of like learning from them and um, kind of like learning more so I don't talk about it I talk about it when it comes up, I guess, Mm -hmm. Um, like the lying on the back. So the back body is connected to the feminine. And so I'll talk about that, um, like kind of how being in your front body is more like masculine and kind of going out in the world and doing and being is more masculine. Um, And so I would say that the dance that we do is much more feminine. Totally. It's it's more like, like I said, about being as opposed to like doing. Um, So it's we're not preparing for a dance recital. Um, which is awesome and very beautiful and very much more than the masculine, you know, it's like, we're just going to be, so like, if you just want to lie on the floor and cry for five minutes, like that's beautiful. Like, you know, and, um, I love the idea of dancing through life. So that's kind of a phrase that I like to use, uh, over and over. I'm just trying to get that, get that into people's brains so that, um, but yeah, this idea of like dancing through life, like you don't have to you don't have to know like the choreography of life, you know, like you can just show up and just kind of like flow. Um, and obviously that's very hard for people. That's very hard for me uh, coming from a background with anxiety and perfectionism and stuff. It's very hard to kind of 
to think I can't just show up somewhere and, and dance or, you know, flow or be. Um, so I think we end up practicing that too, like within our sessions, um, maybe not in like an overt way, um, but yeah, it's kind of like we're practicing for life. Like we're going to practice flowing and being, um, and yeah, being in our bodies, being in our feminine, and then hopefully it gets more comfortable. And then suddenly people are just kind of having that same flow feeling when they're like at the bank or at the grocery store or, you know, doing a more masculine kind of activity, like kind of feeling more balanced. So it's definitely something I like am learning more too. And I, I love when people put stuff up about it. I'm always like, tell me more. <laughs> yeah. And just speaking about flow. So a lot of the women listening to this podcast, they are on a journey of hypothalamic amenorrhea recovery and getting their periods back after years of being without a period. And so that has a lot to do with like the sacral energy, right? And um, the sacral chakra. And I just think that's so cool that um, with flowing and what you do, it really does relate back to um, hormone balance as well. Mm. I know when I was on my HA recovery journey, I incorporated more dance in my life than like ever before <laughs> and still carry that with me now. But I think that's a really important piece to a lot of women's like hormone healing journey too. Definitely. Yeah. And there's a lot of like, uh, I have a history of like chronic constipation. And so that's another one too, where it's like, you know, the doctors have been like, well, like if you move more, you know, if you kind of go on more walks, if you like move your body more, it helps with like GI um, digestion and stuff. So it's cool to see like, well, I'm over here dancing because it's fun. It's something I love. It's, and then it's like, it ends up benefiting all these other yeah like actually like (laughs) physical health areas for sure that is so cool I absolutely love what you're doing so you work with women one-on-one obviously right but um so how can our listeners start working with you what does that look like um yeah so I uh I do one-to-one and so I have um either you can like message me on Instagram or you can set up like a 15 minute call. If you just want to chat, um, it's totally like no pressure. It's just, I really honestly love meeting people who like to dance or want to dance or are thinking about dancing or have any kind of thought about dance. (laughs) I'm like, yes, let's talk about it. (laughs) Um, yeah. And then I offer, um, it's just every session is an hour. Um, and we do, like a meditation at the beginning and end um, to kind of ground you. And then I set up, um, so basically you do a questionnaire. And so you tell me like what, what you want to work on. And then I build, I create like a playlist for it. And I kind of cultivate um, different sessions. I like to do it around themes a lot. So I'll kind of go through your questionnaire and then pull out themes that I think either, um, Like if you're like, oh, I want to work on anxiety, obviously anxiety could be a theme, but also I kind of sometimes will read some of this questionnaire and be like, I think that what they really want is balance, even though maybe they're not saying that in the questionnaire, Mm -hmm. but they're kind of like, 
oh, I'm struggling with this and I don't know how to juggle this. And I'm like, oh, I think balance could help. And then I kind of create a dance program around balance. Um, that is so cool. So they get a playlist from you. That is so yeah. cool. So I kind of, I try to do a combination of like silence and also music because um, so I, you know, I came from a dance background. Um, improv was always the hardest thing in our dance studio. Um, like we would put on music and we would be like jumped around the room. And then the second the teacher was like, obvious, either like improv, make it up, or like we're gonna dance without music. We would all just stop and be like, what? <laughs> um, and I found even people who don't dance feel that way. It's like, as soon as there's silence, people are like, but what do I do? <laughs> yeah. Um, and like, it's very uncomfortable. So it's, I try to do a nice mix of like, we're gonna do music and kind of flow. And then we're also gonna have silences where we either do a dance flow in silence or I kind of lead people through a meditation. So it's not, the silence isn't quite so overwhelming. <laughs> that is super cool. Yeah. Awesome. I, love I absolutely love the work you're doing. So I have to ask, do you have any like favorite songs right now? What are your favorite songs that oh you my gosh. love dancing to? <laughs> so it's funny because I feel like every week I have a new favorite song and I'm that, I'm that person who I listen to a song on repeat forever. It drives my mother nuts. Uh, growing up, she would always be like, stop that's, listening to that song <laughs> that's how I am too oh my gosh I seriously yeah I listen to songs on repeat and I yeah was I did that as a child as well I yep. love it so what are some of your songs on repeat right now um so the one I love right now is called hallelujah even here okay. um, I just came across it on YouTube it's so amazing um I love Taylor Swift she is my absolute favorite thing in the entire world um wow we're so alike <laughs> I love it yeah like every playlist has at least one Taylor Swift song because just has yeah. to okay so I have to ask her new folklore album yes what is do you have a favorite song from that so I would love to do a whole Masterclass dance flow with just the folklore album because I think it is <gasps> so should. good and I think it's so yeah there's just so much there um oh favorite song from that album oh man that's like the toughest question I've ever had to answer in my life. it's so tough I mean if you're a big Taylor Swift fan that's gonna be a tough question I really love this is me trying mm. um and from like a dance therapy perspective yes like that's yes that's a really deep. good one. totally yeah, yeah. oh um, man what about you right now uh, like every single time invisible string comes on I just oh. get overly giddy so that's a I would say song. I mean like the entire album is absolutely gold but <laughs> um that song right now is definitely the one that's like giving me all the feels so yeah that's amazing yeah. my actual if I was on a desert island and I could only listen to one song for the rest of my life it's Cornelia Street by Taylor Swift so, so good that is my like it goes through every cell of my body and I literally yeah I feel like a rainbow when I listen to it so. I love that you love that song because it's from the lover album yeah which 
up until now because I'm really not sure. I think Folklore honestly might be my favorite album now, but um, prior to that, Lover was. So that oh. makes me happy. Yeah, Lover was just, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I actually pulled Instagram like in my stories and just asked them earlier this year what their favorite Taylor Swift album was because I have a lot of nice. Taylor Swift fans and no one said Lover. And I was wow. just like blown away because that is hands down my favorite album prior to Folklore. But yeah, I'm happy that you like well, that one too. Lover is still my favorite album. So now I can be your one person. Okay, there we go. Likes Lover. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> okay, so I definitely want to dance with you someday. That would be so much fun. But where can our listeners find you? You're over on Instagram. And that's where you and I connected. Yeah, so I'm at Body Love Dance on Instagram and also Pinterest. Um, and now my website is bodylovedance.org. Amazing. I love your Instagram name. Oh, it's so thank great. you. <laughs> so And good. I also, um, so I obviously do one-to-one, but I also do Friday night dance parties is what they're called. Um, so I do one usually like once a month or once every two months. And so that's, it's just a themed dance party on Zoom for an hour. Um, we do like a little meditation healing in the beginning and the end because, you know, I just can't not meditate. But um, so I've done a Taylor Swift one. Um, yeah, so they're just themes. So if you ever, if someone ever wants to just dance without doing one-to-one, without it kind of being as serious or intense, um, that's always an option. And you can always turn your camera off. That's what I say in, in all of them, but especially the dance parties. Like you can just show up, have your camera off, just hang out with us. That's so, amazing. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure we'll show up to that for sure. <laughs> okay, I have one more question for you, sweetheart. Yes. And that is, what does it mean to you to be unbreakable? Uh, I love that. I love that that's the title of your podcast. Too. <laughs> Thank you. Um, to me, I think it means kind of going back to what we talked about before, like being unbreakable is like having your own back, like being your own best friend and kind of having this like deep, intimate connection with like your body or if that's still uncomfortable, like your heart, your soul, just being uh, really connected to who you are and just kind of working on that journey of being like, I'm going to choose myself. Like I'm going to choose myself. I'm going to achieve my dreams and kind of like every day working towards that and kind of letting go of like what other people think, what you should do, and just kind of stepping into this place where like you know that you're whole, even if like you're still not maybe there fully or kind of like I can picture a day, like I can picture a world where like I'm whole and I'm healed Um, and just kind of like holding that vision and then just like working towards it in like whatever way brings you joy, you know, and, and not, and knowing that like, you're going to get there, you know, cause you are unbreakable and you've come so far and you know, you have everything you need inside of you. So. Yeah, that is so beautiful. Thank you so much, Nicole. I really enjoyed yeah. this. Thank you so much. <laughs> of course.